live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from the last almost free zone in Orange County. ITM. In the morning. So did you check out that corona, uh, coronavirus map? No. I sent a really cool map earlier. Arc GIS. I guess it's some kind of uh, GIS data information platform. It's kind of redundant. I don't know what how they describe themselves, but it uh, it's a platform for visualizing large data sets. And in this case, there's some collaboration with Johns Hopkins where you can see uh, the confirmed cases of COVID-19 displayed on a map and a graph over time. And then you can select each cluster and see how many people recovered. I like how in California, if you zoom into uh, Orange County, there is one dot right in the middle of the orange circle. You know where that is? An orange? Yeah. It's like right in the middle there where like that, where that little park is. I wonder if it was a homeless person. No. I don't think homeless people are taking uh, flights to Hubei or whatever. It's odd region. that it's just one dot right there in the middle of the orange circle of all I places. I don't think it's the exact location that it occurred. I think it's kind of a ballpark. Huh. It's good that the uh, the numbers or, or the the increase in cases in China at least has started to taper off and flatten. Yeah, but if you <clears throat> zoom in over China and you look at that, I think it's pronounced Hubei. Or is it shit? Well, I lost it now, but it's right next to Wuhan. It says there's sixty. Almost 66,000 confirmed cases in that one region. All the yeah, ones nearby crazy. have like a thousand. 20, 26,000 people recovered, supposedly. That's why Tempe, Arizona. I was going to be heading out there this weekend, but it's probably not happening now. This is interesting. One in Vancouver. Fucking Wuhan. Do you know the comedian Tommy Tommy Segura? Is that his name? Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, his podcast with his wife, your mom's house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I was listening to that, and they have this segment where they talk about videos they found on YouTube or somebody found oh. for them. And this one's pretty great. It's from a guy named Joey herbs. It's called piss spots. Okay. Yeah. Uh, episode two of piss spots. I want a random road. I'm pulling my dick out. I'm on a random road. I'm going to piss in this monster can. Well, I talk. I'm on a random road. Uh, should have been a 20 minute drive. Going on about 50. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> what the fuck is this guy doing driving 50, pissing in a can while recording himself? <laughs> and he's he's drunk apparently. I gotta turn that way down. That's too much. The, the mic's right next to it. I don't know if you caught that, but he said the series is gonna be whatever, wherever he needs to piss when he's drunk. I'm gonna stop it there. That's Joey Herbs. Look sounds like some like something they would have on Tom Segura's show. That's where I found out about King Ass Ripper was from Tom Segura. <laughs> yeah, that is vile. That guy shits himself <laughs> when he records yeah, his videos. He, he just stands there in his tidy whities and there's all these shots, like video shots of this guy that. Uh, he's wearing like a wife beater, uh, tidy whities and he, he always crops his head out and he eats food <laughs> off of his stomach and then he has some serious gastrointestinal problems. Yes, he does. And he keeps belching like while he's farting. He's just a machine. He's just a gas machine. I don't think, I think he's retired though. He hasn't made any videos in a long time. <laughs> or he's dead. That, whatever that could be too. Whatever that beast was inside of him finally killed him. <laughs> he might be uh, institutionalized too. He probably wasn't. Probably wasn't all there mentally. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, Tom Segura's podcast is good. All right, since you are really good with uh, the names of celebrities. Can you think of who J.K. Simmons is? Uh, yeah, he's the guy that was... Uh, um, well, he's been in a bunch of shit, but he was... Uh, he played uh, J uh, Jameson in Spider-Man. Yeah, he's always a bald old guy. Well, he wasn't bald in Spider-Man, but yeah. He oh. I think he also did the voice. Did you ever play through Portal 2? Oh, like yeah. Story? Bro, I think he was name? the voice. Rock Sampson or something? It's something like that, yeah. Like the founder of the Aperture yeah. Labs. Yeah. yeah. He has one of those voices that's instantly recognizable. What about he's, him? He's in a show that Stars <laughs> made called Counterpart. Okay. And it's on uh, Prime Video now. There's the IMDb link I just sent to you and a YouTube video with the trailer. And it's it's pretty interesting. I'm going to play like 10 seconds of the trailer just because it summarizes it better than I can. Oh, it takes is this place the spy in show? Yeah, it's a lot of uh, diplomacy <coughs> and espionage. I'll play a little bit of the trailer. When you go through this door, okay. you come out the other side, you're in another world, identical to ours. There was one reality, and then it duplicated. We share genetics, childhood. I want to know how you became so different. I'll just stop it there. Um, it takes place in Berlin, and somehow this tunnel system they were building turns into split universes, and after whatever point in time that happened, these worlds took very different courses of action. Um, Sounds like uh, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, but that might be a spoiler for me because I never finished that. They're on the final season right now. That's good. I could binge watch it someday. Yeah, parallel universes and there's like a portal between them. Oh my God. You just... Ugh. It's in the... If you watch... Okay. 
if you watch anything on prime video they show ads for it and they show the fucking tunnel the the portal thing it, the, the, it, you're it, you're a little late to the game there and it's a be, book that's been around for like 30 plus years beyond the half-life 3 drinking game drink there should be a nate spoils something drinking game it'd be far <laughs> less often you'd have to drink like four shots but it still happens enough that you might risk dying. Yeah. What have you been that watching? That show sounds interesting, though. Uh, I am... I, I just... Because I, I'm watching a lot of stuff on Prime lately. I, I kind of got back into... Um, what's the Jack... The CIA one with uh, the guy from The Office. Jack what's Ryan. Name? Jack Ryan. Um, I don't know. Started watching that. It's pretty good. It's kind of a slow burn, though. It's a lot of inside baseball shit with the CIA and all that, so I kind of lose interest. Uh, and then I realized they had every season of Entourage in Prime Video, and so I'm like, I knew what the show was. I've heard good things about it, but I never watched it. And I started watching it, and like, it's it's fucking great. It's hilarious. It's a social commentary on Hollywood and it's very raunchy totally politically incorrect like it would never be allowed to be on tv today especially hbo because they're owned by like cbs or something or one of the major networks uh there's a bunch of racist uh anti like just just full of like gay jokes and stereotypes and racism and sexual innuendo and misogyny like really bad misogynistic stuff where it's just like i would be uncomfortable if like i had my significant other with me in the room watching it like <laughs> it's that bad uh <laughs> it's the guy uh jeremy piven plays ari gold he is like one of the best tv characters of all time like whoever did the writing for his character was a genius <laughs> just how fast he can spout out like just off the cuff just totally like just insanely offensive remarks but it's just like it's just it's just effortless um so yeah i'm watching that i like it i'm only like i'm almost some of the third season there's like eight seasons and a movie so i heard towards the end it's not as good like it has diminishing returns um but from what i've watched so far in the first two seasons i really like it so i've been watching that and that's kind of it. And then on weekends, I watch uh, XFL, which is the new or resurrected football league. Um, so, yeah. Do you think it'll last? Are they actually selling ads on there? It's doing pretty well. Like, a lot of people are watching it. And they're smart because they are doing it in the offseason in the NFL. So people have football to watch almost year round. There's a few months. I think it ends in like May. So there's a few months that, until the NFL starts again. But so far, I like it. Different rules. What's different? Uh, the way they do kickoffs is very different. Um, there's no point after there's no PATs anymore. Like, you know, when a, in the NFL and like 
football in general. Like after you score a touchdown, you can line up to kick the kick the point after, or you can like run a play to get two points. Well, in this, they don't do any point after PAT anymore. There's no kicking the ball through the uprights. Now it's every every time you line up like you're going for what a two point play would be, but you get points based on how far you line up off the goal. So closest to the goal is one point. I think if it's 10 yards back from that, it's two points. And then if it's another 10 yards back from that, it's three points if you can convert on it. So they kind of up the ante uh, for getting points after scoring. Um, The way it's set up is very, it's kind of like they kind of set things up for the players to get injured more easily. It's, they also don't have rules against spearing or helmet to helmet. Like you can do all that now. So the hits are a lot more brutal. Um, that sounds like a bad deal for them. Hey, well, a lot of these guys, they're just trying to either ex guys from the NFL that are no longer playing in the league or they're guys that like came out of college and they're trying to make it into the NFL. So they're kind of risking a lot to be able to have a career because I don't think they're getting paid very much in the XFL. Those head injuries add up. Go ahead. Uh, When you watch the Joe Rogan experience and you see any boxers or boxers are a good example because anybody that he's had on that has faced, um, what's his face? The guy with the Tigers. Tyson. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah. They're so punch drunk. Just slurring their speech all the time. It sounds like everything is difficult for them. Yeah, CTE. And their brains knocked out. Yeah, well, boxing... They had, they, there was a heavyweight match this last weekend that was pretty good. But the days of, like... The heydays of heavyweight boxing are pretty much done now. It's because it's so... The, guy, the fighters don't last. And uh, there's not as much money in it as there used to be. So the risk isn't doesn't match the reward. It's kind of a shame because boxing in its heyday was great, like heavyweight matches. I don't really care for MMA. I don't care for UFC. It's the fights are over too quickly, and the they're usually pretty one sided. But I know there's a lot of people out there like it. So. Uh, tech news. Don't have a whole lot for this week. Um, been working with a MacBook, a new 2016 top of the line one. It's a nice machine. It actually feels like it's a, t- a machine that's worth $2,500. Not the price. Gets, yeah, the 16 inch. The new keyboard's way better. Went back to the scissor mechanism. Uh, what else? Um, still having problems with my AirPods. The original ones? Yeah. How the right are one they doesn't even... still working? Good, good question. Yeah, well, they're barely working. Uh, the right one, 
I literally cannot use the right one by itself anymore. It will not connect. I have to have both AirPods in for both to work or well, obviously for both of them to work, but I could put the left one in the left one picks. It picks it up immediately. Works fine. The right one I put it in. It doesn't, my phone doesn't pick it up. The only way I can get audio out of the right one is if I have both of them in. How it's strange. Very strange. It's very strange. How and could, I don't even right understand I, how that could work. The right one I never had replaced. So maybe the right one is just like, it's, mm. it's wigging out. But the the left one I've had replaced once already, so maybe that one will go sooner than later. Who knows? I've got my money's worth out of them. I've had them for two years, so um, uh, there's a rumor that they're gonna have over ear potentially noise canceling headphones. Yeah, they're gonna have, like come out with some cans. I yeah. saw the thing that they're gonna be like four hundred dollars. Huh. I wonder why. They're probably just going to reverse engineer some of those Beats headphones and just slap a larger price on it and then it'll have a W, whatever whatever the new W chip is in it. Yeah, they're on the H1 now. Yeah. When is that event, by the way? It's in March. I know that, but like what? Is it the beginning of March or the end of March? I don't know if they just release things in March or if there's actually an event. Well, I think that's when they're going to announce some new stuff, like the low-cost iPhone, uh, and then maybe these things, th- those uh, headphones. Can you wait that long? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking to buy anything right now. I'm just going to ride out my AirPods until they fail. All right, I got a little utility here that you might be interested in. It's called The Lounge, thelounge.chat. It's an IRC chat client, not a server, IRC chat client that you could run on one of your virtual private servers that Vulture or EC2 or something along with your other services. And then you can connect to the web interface and use it kind of like store and forward chat that you'd get with Slack or something, but purely mm-hmm. IRC. Yeah, that's cool. It seems like it's I pretty need, easy. I should uh, try running this because I've got that vps that i've been paying for that runs that unify controller that is super out of date it's super out of date and i log into it maybe once every four months do you update your devices with firmware uh, i haven't updated it in a while yeah over a year if you update your firmware on your devices i could upgrade the controller software because it's way behind i'll make enough to do that it's i'm my mom's using that access point now, so I just let it run, do its thing. You can schedule upgrades in the middle of the night, but I don't like upgrading the Wi-Fi unless uh, I've tested it somewhere. Yeah, I don't want to get a call when I'm at work getting bitched out because the TV doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. After running that. I guess that would be the advantage of having multiple access points when it comes to Unify software. 
or hardware, you could have failover, essentially. Yeah. Because you could upgrade the firmware <clears throat> of half your devices. It's just a shame that their quality control isn't super, super solid. Because I wouldn't. Their think... access points are pretty good. It's their switches that are the, the what I've had most of the problems with. Yeah, in terms of the hardware failing, but for the Wi-Fi, sometimes you'll get. Uh, they'll release something that has some issue, super obscure. But if you've got some weird setup, like if you have Radius set up with WPA2 Enterprise, who knows? You could upgrade and that could screw you and yeah. stop your business. Yeah. And then you have to find the old firmware and restore it. Yeah, fuck that. Speaking of restores, uh, Backblaze just released some numbers on how many people have restored data from their their service. Fifty billion restores. That's crazy. I don't know if that's a complete restore or they're counting individual files. Oh, it is. But files restored. <laughs> okay, so one that's person could different. have had a billion 4K files and restored them. Right. That's still a lot. They got a lot of Mac users on their service. 49% of their restores were Mac users. I wonder what their numbers are compared to Carbonite. Well, Backblaze has an EC2 compatible storage service. So I think they're considerably larger than Carbonite. Okay. But I don't have a clue. I'm just pulling that number out of my ass. Or that, that gas out of my ass. Um, you can kind of estimate how much how much storage they have. Total data restored. I guess you could assume that they store that same amount. I like that they use McDonald's. They ripped off McDonald's branding with that. Oh yeah, they told they turned the golden arches to become a B. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that iconic, like, narrowing towards the top of the arch. I know we have clients on Backblaze, but I don't know. I don't remember how many. So there's a Backblaze backup service, which they offer a fixed price and unlimited Yeah, the personal backups. backup. Yeah, that's, we have clients on that. Yeah, that's a good deal. Their business backup's a good deal, too. I think it's, like, five bucks a seat or something. And they all... I guess have unlimited backup per device. I don't know how that business makes sense. Uh, also, their B2 cloud storage is really pretty good. It meets the price point between S3 single zone availability and uh, S3 Glacier. So this uh, Backblaze B2 gives you half the price of single zone availability on S3, but probably twice the price of uh, S3 Glacier, which is cold storage, and you have to pay to even access it. Yeah. I think if Backblaze had some major, some catastrophic outage in their data center, I don't think you'd have another copy of your data. I'm pretty sure you'd lose it there. That happened at Gandhi recently. Or Gandhi? Whatever the company's called, I think it's Gandhi. It's a French company. They had a server that I guess like 
caught on fire. Something bad happened. <laughs> and everybody lost their data on like a whole rack of servers. And their DNS went out. So like they're authoritative servers that propagate everybody's website. So even if your server survived and didn't get burned down, your site was still down for like a week. Yeah, fuck that. It. I need to get like another backup service. I, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot of like everything that I value. I've kind of got on uh, like if if I had a fire, I'd be fucked. Basically, I've got a lot of stuff backed up on external drives and stuff like that. Um, so I need to kind of. I should probably look at doing a backblaze subscription no it's not a whole lot of stuff it's like maybe you know like 400 gigs or something like that yeah you gotta trust them though yeah i don't really trust their personal backup utility to encrypt the backups i know that it's clearly not readable when it's on their service but is it really securely encrypted you're really trusting their utility that's why I'd rather yeah. use something like Duplicati and then back it up to B2. Because B2, you just pay for what you use. Yeah, Duplicati was what I was using for my local backups. Yeah, let's see what the pricing is. So 400 gigs. You probably upload like, I don't know, 10 gigs per month or something. Probably download like five. Uh, so that would cost you twenty six dollars and fifty five cents for the year. Yeah, it's dirt cheap. That's B two. So if you paid for the Backblaze personal backup, it's six dollars a month. Okay. So you'd be paying way more than twice the price. For, that's still not bad though, six dollars a month. No, that's cheap yeah. for un unlimited backup. Yeah, it's that's cheap. Because I supposedly have unlimited storage on Google Drive, and that cost me like twelve to fifteen dollars a month. You gamed that to get that to work though, didn't you? It just happened to be available, and then they pulled it. Like they introduced the service, and if you just had a single account on your uh, on your G Suite account, you could you could create it. Then they set a limit. You had to have three people signed up, three accounts. And then it was like five, maybe. And I don't even think you can get it anymore. Maybe. Maybe there's like a special pricing tier or something. But I guess you could say I gamed it. I just got in at the right time. So they could... Pull that on me anytime. I've got like 15 terabytes in there. Have you used that or seen, know anyone that uses that Google One service? No, what is that? I don't know exactly what it is. I, I think the way I initially understood what it is was it was Google's answer to iCloud for like doing your phone backups and stuff like that. Um, 
I have it free. Like I have 200 gigs free with my Metro plan that I never used because it doesn't support iOS. Um, but I was reading something that they may have support for iOS at some point. I'm looking at the FAQ page. What's the difference between Google One and Google Drive? Google Drive is a storage service. Google One is a subscription plan that gives you more storage to use across Google Drive, Gmail, and Google Photos. Plus, with Google One, you get extra benefits you can share membership with your family. Okay, I failed to see how that's, how, how that's different besides the sharing. It's very vague. Uh, Maybe you have to pay for Google One in order to have enough storage to do backups of your Android phone. I don't know. We'd have to ask an Android user. It says it's not currently available on iPhone. Huh. But don't you have 200 gigs in Google Drive now? I don't know. I never set this up. I didn't really have a reason to. I mean, I have my one, one terabyte OneDrive storage that I have through my work account, so I'd rather just use that anyway. Yeah. Well, use that as a, a source for Duplicati. I could. Just encrypt everything and then use that as a, a backup source. You could also activate the 200 gig thing and use that as another one. Yeah. Then you'd be redundant. And I wouldn't be paying anything. Yeah. At least the Google one for, what is it, a year? I think it's as long as I have my, uh, as long as I pay for my phone bill. What? Because I, yeah, I get Amazon Prime also with my phone service. What do you have? Metro PCS. Huh. $60 a month, unlimited everything, uses T-Mobile's network. I get a 15 gigabyte hotspot and I get Amazon Prime and the Google One service for as long as I as long as I have my plan. And it's month to month. There's I didn't have to get a credit check or anything for it. Wow. Yeah, I mean if you factor in that uh, Amazon Prime is like $13 a month by itself. And I would have been probably paying that if I wasn't Metro PCS. I'm my, my phone bill is like $45 a month for unlimited everything. It's pretty good. There's some areas where I don't have signal or like there's parts when I'm driving around the area in my work. There's I know there's like specific areas where I have bars, but like my data is shit. It's super slow. So it's not the best service, but it's good enough. It's probably better, still better than Sprint. Did they use somebody else's network? T-Mobile's. T-Mobile owns Metro PCS. It's actually called, it's not even called Metro PCS anymore. I think it's called Metro by T-Mobile. Huh. I didn't know that. Well, now they've merged with Sprint. Yeah, so maybe hopefully my service gets better than Metro. So I'm just going to stay on them as long as I can. Yeah, you should be grandfathered in. Yeah.
Didn't AT&T take all those grandfathered $30 a month on limited customers and then uh, somehow change the contract so they had to pay more? I thought I remember that. Shit. Server connection failed. Server is not responding to TCP pings. Are you kidding me? No Connected. Way. No way. There we this go. Just, just like last time. You're good now. Yeah. Just like last time. What, like at the same time? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if it's the same time, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a good spot to end the show. Okay. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com. No, shittypodcast.com slash donate. I forgot that I own that. Shittypodcast.com. Oh, yep, you can even spell it wrong. Two T's, one T, doesn't matter. Shittypodcast.com slash donate. See you next week. Sayonara.